Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Uh, Jordan Morris, uh, boy detective. Oh, gee, buddy. Oh, buddy, you seem... Oh, gosh, Jordan, you seem worried about something. I don't know if you heard... Jesse, but I heard that there's gonna be a v- v- vibe shift, and I'm a scared. Oh no! Oh, I'm a scared of the vibe oh, shift, buddy. It's you coming. You don't need to be oh. a scared. Oh, but I don't know what it's gonna be. No need to be a fear in Jordan. What, oh what, boy! What's your concern? Is it that you've settled into the current vibe? Well, yeah, I mean, I just, it's the unknown, you know? I mean, oh, gosh, yeah. I don't know if to to catch people up, um, there was an article in New York Magazine that said mm-hmm. there was going to be a, a vibe shift. Um, I didn't read it. It was paywalled, but I had it described to me at a loud bar. Yeah. Um, and I think the gist of it is that, you know, every couple of years there's a vibe shift. I think we went from you know, what they call hipster sleazebag into woke hype beast. Um, and I, nobody knows what's next, and no one knows what the new vibe is. It could be it could be bullying, Jesse. Bullying the new, could vibe, be the new vibe. People could be, yeah, they could, people could be dumping our books and putting our heads in the toilet and telling us there's something on our shirts, and then they flip us in the nose. What if they made the, the okay symbol and put it below their waist? Yeah, then they get to flip us in the nuts. And we looked at it. They get to. God damn it. What if that's the new vibe? Jordan, when you say they, are you talking about these fucking Zoomers? <laughs> yes. Zoomers? The ones currently walk, walking around. They're going to be flipping us in the nuts? Yeah, they're going to stop waiting for sneakers and virtue signaling, and they're going to start flipping, flipping us, us in the, the nuts and dumping our books. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh shit! Man. Is that why my locker smells? I haven't opened yeah. it up. It's it's part of the coming vibe shift. Someone <laughs> put a turd in there. Damn it! It's part of the vibe shift. I'm telling you, oh, these the bullies zoomers. are gonna be running this town. Oh, fucking bully zoomers! I just started waiting for sneakers. Yeah, stop. And if you're in line now, in get call out. out culture. If you're sorry, if you're in line now, get out of line Shit. outside the rip and dip, <laughs> which I think is one of those. Yeah. Oh and start God. bullying. I think we're gonna have to do no. it. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to start bullying. What if? First of all, I'm ready for that. Okay. So I'm not ready to be bullied, but I'm ready to bully. Let's go. Okay. All right. I'm fucking big let's now. Roll up. Let's roll up some packets of cigarettes in our sleeves. Yeah. Fucking and ready for it. Let's okay. do this. Show those nerds who's boss. <laughs> you know what? Bring on the vibe shift. I'll I'm gonna, be, you know what I'm gonna okay, fucking. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna start do. Hmm. You know what I'm gonna start do, Jordan. What do you start do? What do you start do? <laughs> Me's. No longer a fearin'. Now me's start to roids. Wow, pumping iron. Uh huh. Juicing. Quaffin roids. Yep. 
those green things that come where you carry it around inside the blender. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You blend it and then you pick up the blender and carry it with you to, to I, go pump iron. I don't know what that is, but you I'll put powder it in it. It's part of it. I'll take your word that it's maybe part of the spinach. Vibe shift. Yeah. So part of the vibe shift is your blender, you put the spinach in there mm-hmm. and powder. I don't know. Soy milk? I don't know. And then you blend it on high. Mm-hmm. And then you take the blender, you pick it up, and you bring it with you to pump iron. And the guy shoots you in the butt with roids. And then you're so fucking ripped. You can bully anybody. Nobody can fuck with you anymore. It's not like when you were a teenager. It's not like when you were 14 years old and some guys would jump you and they didn't have, they probably didn't have a gun, but they said they did. I'm not loving this. And what are you going to do? Roll the dice on it? No. Now I'm going to be the one claiming to probably have a gun and bully people. You know what? Let's fuck all this. Let's just go back to PBRs and indie rock, huh? All right, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to a Hold Steady what's, concert what's or something. The, what's the postal service up to? You know what? The band. Let's do cocaine and watch Electro Clash. Sure. Let, yeah, why not? Fuck it, right? Fuck bullying. Yeah. It's cocaine and Electro Clash for us. That's settled. Mm-hmm. Our guest our guest on this week's program uh, is a stand-up comic, a favorite of Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, she has uh, a television special on the television show Netflix, uh, Tiffany Haddish, They Ready. Um, you can watch her stand-up comedy there. Kimberly Clark. Kimberly, what a, very nice to see you again. It is so wonderful to see you guys. The last time I saw you guys, we were talking about Zooms and eating placenta. Yeah. <laughs> ah, so I you mean... were on the show last month then. <laughs> <laughs> so you were on the show on... An episode. <laughs> Bully culture is coming full circle. Now, we were probably pro-Zoom. We, ha- we as famous Zoom app. Yeah, definitely. Do you remember where we definitely all came down were. on placenta yes. eating? I think this is around the time when Jesse's wife might have been pregnant with yeah. one of your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's how the discussion came up. Did I don't I, know if she did. Did she do that? By the way, BTW. No, we didn't. We didn't. Uh, ETP eat the placenta. <laughs> um, you, you're not snarfing that scented, dude. I know. You're not so many fucking valuable placent? stem cells that could be juicing me up while I pump oh, iron. Got a snarf. Okay. Scent. Can I tell you something about my yep. um uh, a subject a. Uh, a, a frequent subject on this program, or at least a, a periodic subject on this program, is my Aunt Claudia, my mom's lifelong best friend. She passed away a couple of years ago. Um, but I've been thinking of her because this singer named Betty Davis died. And uh, she was my Aunt Claudia, one of my Aunt Claudia's favorites. Favorite. Her theme tune was a Betty Davis song called Steppin' in Her I Miller Shoes, which is a real jam. I re- encourage everyone to check it out. But my Aunt Claudia, for like the last... 15-ish years of her life was a doula and midwife. And I had this conversation with her one time where she told me that she was at the house encapsulating some placentas. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, I was like, wow, Claudia, like, what, what do you think about encapsulating placentas? Like, do you, do you think that's worth doing, you know? And she, she said to me, she said to me, honey, I don't, but if these white people want to pay me to do it, I'll do it. <laughs> here, and I was here, like, Claudia. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's eat those placentas. Freeze dry it, baby. Uh, Kimberly, do you have any hopes for the coming? Have, first of all, have you heard of the vibe shift? And do you have any hopes for, you know, what? What might what might the next the next vibe might be? What it what it what is it gonna be? I don't have I have not heard of that. This is my first time hearing about the vibe mm-hmm. shift. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like the the vibe shifts constantly though, right? Am I crazy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it could it it could possibly be that you know whoever wrote this article just put together a bunch of fucking shit to fill a <laughs> to fill a word yeah. minimum and then people on Twitter got mad about it. That's right. entirely possible. I it could just know. be that none of Do- this is real. That doesn't add up, Jordan. Yeah. I think <laughs> no, the vibe's right. about to shift. You're right. No, it's now real. can it's I real. can I ask you guys a question? Hmm. Yeah. What if the vibe shift is from woke hype beast mm-hmm. to eating pancakes at a diner Mm. because i feel like we're i'm i know i'm ready for that if it's got especially if it's got nice bacon Mm -hmm. i like a if you go to a diner and they don't give you that kind of dried out you know the the dried out paper thin if it's a diner that has a nice slabby bacon Mm -hmm. and you get some you get some cakes next to it oh boy what a way to start your day now there's a vibe. I'm vibing right now. Get that keto out of here. Give me them pancakes. Yeah. Serve up the cakes. See a keto. Yeah, Kimberly, before we started, you were talking about um a trip to one of uh your hometown of Bourbon. I don't know if you grew up in Burbank, but you live yeah. in Burbank. I'm not claiming it as a hometown. Don't put that on me. <laughs> Burbank till I, I like it here, till I, I die. I like it like that. <laughs> But you were going. You were. You went to one of Burbank's many wonderful diners. What is your What is your diner order? Or do you have one? Do you have a consistent order? Well, um, I went to Eaton Park. Oh, should I say that? Yeah. Well, we're like give. We're like giving. You them. know what? Just fucking let it all out. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're like here. I had to do we're my on gut this. Afterwards, we're on this vibe. Listen. Listen, okay, so I went basic today because I didn't really want to do a lot of carbs because I have some stuff coming up and I don't want to look like a beluga whale. But <laughs> that happens to me. It goes straight to my it goes straight to my the fatty pocket on the back of my head. <laughs> and I eat it. <laughs> no, but I just got um eggs fried over hard. Mm-hmm. With hash browns mm-hmm. and turkey bacon. Great order. Yeah. Well, now, you don't want to get the juices from the eggs into your hash browns? No, thank you. You like it all dry. You want to dry across the board. Dry I the like the yolk to crumble. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Wow. I, you know, I was raised by a mother who hates eggs, and she um, she's so strange about eggs. It's weird. 
Like if somebody cooks something like a meringue, like she's she has a meringue <laughs> phobia. Right. <laughs> and she's like, I can taste the egg. And I'm like, Mom, it's baked. Like, relax. Right. Yeah. I uh I bought this machine a couple of years ago. I was never particularly an egg person. I'm not like an egg hater, but this was like, what's the point? But then I bought this machine that you can get on popular retail website for like $12 or $14 or something uh, that is an egg cooker. And it somehow knows you have to put a little pole in the egg, but it comes with a poke, uh, an egg poker. So you poke the egg and then you fill a little cup with a certain amount of water. You put it in there and you press the button. And then after a while, horrible sound go, mm-hmm. goes out on. And then you have boiled eggs that are perfectly boiled. And I have come to just rely on having six of those in my refrigerator at all times. And just like wandering over, grabbing one blindly in the middle of the night and just kind of shoving it into my mouth shell and all basically mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just always having hard-boiled eggs available to me mm-hmm. like as far as a convenience food it's not like i love hard-boiled eggs but it is a now a central tenet of my lifestyle listen when i was a kid my grandma lydia taught me how to make deviled eggs i was eight years old i was dying to learn <laughs> well, what I'm just, I was one of those kids, man. Like, oh, teach was, me so your I, casseroles, Grandma. <laughs> I was into deviled eggs and charcuterie boards when I was wow. like seven, eight years old. I was just into cheeses and all that kind of. So stuff. you were into adult cocktail party pass around. You were raised <laughs> in a gastro pub. <laughs> well, well, my parents are old to older, you know. So like, you know, and my my dad was a pastor, so they would have like the men's meetings sometimes, you know, in the basement. And so my mom would put together like the meat trays with the olives and the cheeses and stuff. You know, that's my jam. I could yeah. live mm-hmm. off of that easily. Did you I get leftover Sunday food? Does the pastor take home the food from the social time after the after the services? Like with there's grapes left over. Do you eat those the next day? <laughs> You know what? We used to do a lot of bake sales. So my dad was always like bringing home cakes and coconut cakes and pound cakes. Yeah. We used to have a lady that made old, um, Two of the worst ice cakes. cream in the summertime. Dis- disagree. Coconut, oh, coconut after church. Really? She would have homemade ice cream. Oof. Mother sounds- Edwards. Vanilla and strawberry. Those were the flavors. So much love to Mother Edwards. That is delivering <laughs> at the bake sale. If you brought homemade ice cream, that is what is up. Hello. Let's talk about these let's talk about these deviled eggs because I gotta tell you, I did not grow up in a deviled eggs household. I didn't eat basically any of the you know, almost none of those kind of like things that people talk about somebody bringing to a family reunion or something like none of those things were a big part of my childhood. And I I think I probably ate my first deviled egg as an adult. Mm. And when I ate one of these deviled eggs, I was like, man, fucking P 
people in the 1950s were wrong about a lot of shit, but they were dead <laughs> right about these eggs. <laughs> Fucking deviled oh, eggs wow. rule. <laughs> and like when they got fancy, you know, in uh, 2007, uh, that was fine. Like I'm perfectly glad to eat a fancy deviled egg, but a big thing that I will do with my hard boiled eggs that are always in the refrigerator is just you know, do a little slicing, pop out a few yolks. I'll just make myself two deviled eggs just for funsies. Just in a little bowl, just put them in there with a little burp, 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 burp. fucking just for funsies, baby. What do you put in your deviled eggs? Uh, just a little mayo and mustard usually. I'm not getting fancy. Once in a while, I will put a little sweet pickle in there or something like that mm. if I'm trying to be fun. Um, and I'll, I'll usually put a little... Uh, you know, pretty much anything that I cook in my kitchen ends up getting a little carne asada seasoning on it or somewhere between a little and a lot of carne asada seasoning. So sometimes I'll put a little carne asada seasoning in there. You that know, it's basically good. salt and MSG pretty much and garlic. <laughs> uh, if we just were going around saying our deviled egg opinions. Mm-hmm. To me, deviled egg, texture hell. Pure. Really? Really? Because yeah, you got Your that texture hell. You don't like you... the mushiness? No. Do no. you like a sweaty? Mushy plus cold. Would you prefer? I don't like... You don't yeah. like cold mush? No. Like <laughs> hot mush. I got boiling. Wait, <laughs> like so wait, burn can, me, you, can, mushy, you eat, burn can you drink me. a slushy? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can drink a slushy. Just yeah, there's some sort of like, just like, like, so there's a lot of kinds of like mushy savoriness that uh, what if kind of gross me out, Jordan? Okay. What if there was an egg in the slushy? Oh yeah, or a sure. couple eggs and <laughs> yeah. you whipped it. Absolutely, yeah, shell it all. With- yeah. Yeah. No. I, I. I. eat a lot of eggs. I really like. Yeah. I mean, eggs over easy at a diner. That's you know. That's one of my favorite things in the world to eat. But yeah, there are just certain egg preparations that just ring a gross bell in my brain. Um, mm. Yeah. Hard boiled. They eggs, are. De- they are eggs. gross. I mean, sure, yeah. that's one of the things about them. They don't yeah. taste that great, and they do have a weird. It's. It's weird. Mm-hmm. They stink. They yeah, smell bad sure. also, and they give you the toots. But, but consider this. They're right there in the fridge. All you got to do is shove them down your throat, shell and all. You know what? There's your protein. Fuck yeah. eggs. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> eggs. Wow. You know what? I, is you, this the vibe shift? You, Fuck yes. eggs? <laughs> <laughs> it's from incredible edible egg to eggs. Fuck Jordan, would you prefer? Uh, would you prefer if you were going to eat a deviled egg? Mm-hmm. And I, I ask this only to give you a feeling of revulsion. Sure, thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. I'll try and lean away from the mic when I'm making gag noises. <laughs> were I to give you a deviled egg, would you prefer the yolky part? You know, the part with the mustard and the mayo and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Would you prefer it to be perfectly smooth? Or would you like a little chunk in there? No chunk. Okay. Yeah, I think that the slur, the middle slurry, I would be <laughs> more into if it was smooth. Yeah. Why are you gonna call it a slurry? No, it's I mean that slurry. is. It's a that's savory fair. slurry. Now, Kimberly, it's a you condiment love, slurry. Now, Kimberly, you love you love deviled eggs just like I do. Yeah. Um, can I pitch you a deviled egg? Sure. Okay, so there's people, you know, all these gastro pubs and 
and new American restaurants are all offering their twist on a deviled egg, whether it's got mm. some salmon roe on top or it's mm. got bacon in it or it's, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's my idea for you. So the, the shell, the white, remains the same, identical. Maybe, this is crazy, put a little salt on the bottom so it hits your tongue. Mm-hmm. That's just an idea. I feel you. Okay, thank you. Uh, now, in the middle, there's, of course, egg yolk, mayonnaise, and slushy. That's the slurry in the middle is going to be egg yolk, mayonnaise, and sl- it could be an icy, it could be whatever kind of slushy Slurpee. you prefer. <laughs> so just something from a It could be a frozen store. orange Okay, bang. so is the yolk going to have some sweetness to it to counterbalance, do that umami trick with the salt? What the sweetness will come from probably is the uh, slushy or icy. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to use a whole big gulp, obviously. Um, It's (laughs) going to be proportional. Just a dab. (laughs) Yeah, just a dab. Maybe the cherry flavor. I'm not going to go totally bonkers. I'm not giving you cola or, you know, mountain breeze. Bubble gum. Bubble gum. Yeah, let's go bubblegum. I think that's a great idea. So this is, this is we're getting so fucking rich. We're the new Grant A. Shats with this fucking molecular gastronomy we're dropping on people. We we need to um, make a restaurant. God, yeah, just we dev- do. just deviled eggs. It's called the Toots. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to the Toots. <laughs> it's called Today Satan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, deviled eggs. Why is nobody making Christed eggs? <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> Thank you. Happy Easter. They died, risen. They died for us. <laughs> Yo, Easter does. I mean, that's the that's the egg holiday. That's Thank, the egg holiday. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Number right. one egg holiday. Do you think you know a lot of people are upset that there are so many pagan rituals around Easter, which is of course the celebration of the resurrection of Christ. I mean, that's what's yeah. important there. Mm-hmm. What if we move the eggs over to a different holiday? Oh. You know what I mean? What if we made, you know, uh, boy. Fourth of July? I was going to say like maybe Veterans Day. Make that the egg holiday. Oh, yeah, just have a nice omelet and remember the sacrifice. <laughs> the sacrifice <laughs> <Yeah>. of heroes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, a lot of eggs love, a lot of veterans love eggs. That's and true. vice versa. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. Thank you. Eggs, eggs honor our troops and those mm-hmm. who've served. You know they understand. You know who you know who honors. You know who comes out every single year to the parade. Grand Marshal of the parade here in Los Angeles every single year. That egg guy from U.S. Acres. That's, yes, that, respects that the chicken that was still in the egg from yeah. <laughs> comic strip U.S. Troops. Acres that hasn't been around for twenty five years. <laughs> That that's the one. Oh my god, y'all are tripping. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> not true. <laughs> not true at all. False lies from Kimberly Clark. <laughs> Kimberly, what's going into your deviled egg? What's what's a what's a Clark special? Courtesy of Grandma. Listen, um, it depends on what I'm in the mood for. You know, I've done all types. I've done taco seasoning. 
in them. Mm. I I like I love mustards. I'd like to do spicy mustard, and then I'll put a little sweet relish in there, a little bit of onion. Oh, mm. I have to also credit my aunt Leela too because I remember making deviled eggs with her, and she told me the secret is when you chop up your onions and your peppers and celery and stuff. If you put that in them, make sure you chop it very, very fine so that the flavors can meld together. Yeah. So that's that's a big tip right there. In general, love a fine chop on yeah. anything. Very fine. What are you chopping? Chop, chop it a little finer. Mm-hmm. Chop that's it a finer. textural dream for oof. Jordan Morris. Yeah. A fine chop. For me, a texture head? Oof. Yeah. <laughs> a fine chop. <laughs> my my daughter my daughter Grace will try things and she will have the most serious considered opinions about how they taste but they will always just be she'll she'll like try something and she'll get real quiet and real thoughtful and then she'll say i enjoy the flavor and it has a good texture mm that's her review of all foods. Is so she's that, the next is Jonathan the, Gold or what? I know. She's so serious about it. She's so... Do you want to know but what... that's going to evolve. You, that's going to evolve. And then she's going to be talking about oaky notes and yeah. uh, mouthfeel and buttery yeah. Merlots. It's, ne- it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. I Start uh, teaching your children to appreciate wine early. Yeah. <laughs> I start him. I start him with the basics. Okay, it's yeah. Carlo Rossi with with breakfast, right. <laughs> and we're gonna work our way up from there as we develop their palate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we go through a couple boxes a week, um, or a few jugs. We're right. mostly mostly a jug family. Sure, you know, when it comes to both bands and wines. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I tell you what my son Oscar uh, got mad about today? Sure. Yeah. So this evening, first of all, my daughter Grace didn't want to take some medication she had to take. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like forcing a kid to make, take medication doesn't really work. Uh, you have to kind of trick them into it. Um, either by kind of sidling up next to them and throwing it in their mouth, basically. Sure. Uh, Or just say it's a Minecraft. Exactly. Here, eat this Minecraft. Okay. Yeah, have, have a Roblox, <laughs> I'm a child. son. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, what, what worked for my daughter tonight mm-hmm. was that my wife promised to buy her a chair. Oh. And she demanded this. It wasn't a particular chair. It was any chair. It was well, that there she you go. That's wanted a, to own a chair. That's a great loophole. So that's interesting. That's an interesting request that she had. Yeah, I don't know the source. I couldn't tell you. Uh, it's a real baffler. But <laughs> then my son, uh, they ended up choosing a stool mm. instead of a chair. So they went, I think it's, I don't know if it's a three or a four leg. The advantage of three is that it's more stable on an even ground. But, you know, four could be a little less rough hewn, it's a more refined presentation. It's got a good flavor and a nice texture. So, <laughs> uh, so my daughter, they ordered for my daughter from an online retailer a, a stool. It's, it's coming in a few days. Now, my son, Oscar, 
found out about the stool. And now, Jordan, if you're you have a sibling. I do. Yeah, I have a sister. You got a cool sister. Uh, yeah, she's, she's an attorney. She's great. Down in Orange County. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say let's say your mom Sharon had bought her a stool mm-hmm. to trick her. Thank into you for using my medicine. mom's first name too. I appreciate that. You bet. I would. <laughs> well, I mean, Kimberly's just listing her aunts. So. <laughs> I know. I'm like naming grandmothers. Yeah. Uh, no, family members love podcast shoutouts. I have. They're nice, mine nice are dead you. though. The people uh, I listed oh. are dead. Well, do you think they have podcasts in heaven? I think almost certainly no. <laughs> <laughs> now that I say it out loud, I started that sentence yeah. going one direction. It's heaven, Jesse. <laughs> they're just up there flapping. Yeah. Um. So, Jordan, let's say your mother, mm-hmm. Sharon, Sharon, purchased for your sister. Sometimes she goes a, by her middle name, Gail. Anyway. Let's say Gail. <laughs> Sharon to you. <laughs> don't, don't be too familiar with my mom. <laughs> Look, I'll call her Taking I'll call liberties. her Shale. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Scooter. <laughs> call her by her college nickname. Let's, Jordan, let's say Scoot spot your sister. what would your reaction to that be just as a as a sibling boy you know my sister and i are we're pretty we're like six years apart um so i think we i don't remember and she might tell it differently um if she wants to she can get her own podcast gosh darn it perhaps about family law sure yeah i mean Subject down there in Orange County. Yeah, um, that actually probably would be helpful. It'd be more helpful than this podcast that helps no this, one. <laughs> this podcast is that not hurts. designed to help. <laughs> yes, this is, this is for hurting. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast hurts. This is, this is for people who are who are worried their life is too full. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little. It's it, this. This the purpose of this podcast is to pull the drain pu- right. plug out of people's lives. I think it, let it run out. Maybe it like maybe the benefit of the show is like it makes you feel smart. Yeah. <laughs> or you're like you're doing something with your life. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I'm doing all right. Um what were we talking about? Oh, so we what were my talking about and so I, if, yeah, if we're your sister kind of, got a stool and you Yeah, did. we're kind of far apart. So I don't think we had a lot of the like sibling jealousy stuff. I think maybe she probably had some of the experience to where like like parents are a little more lenient on the boys. Like maybe I got to like stay out a little bit later and stuff and they So I think that would maybe be her gripe about our growing up. I don't remember too much to like she got this, I want this type of jealousy. Mm-hmm. Um even if she yeah. got a stool even if she got a stool. Because I got to tell you, my son had a fucking 40-minute full-scale meltdown. Wow. <laughs> 12 out of 10, like, little wow. flailing eight-year-old punches in the air. Like, wow. just a, a roller coaster of <laughs> levels of self-control, ranging from, like, full-on screaming to, like, just a, like a sick resigned inward turned <laughs> darkness over the fact that his sister got a stew again this is his super villain origin story i can't emphasize enough kimberly and jordan superhero. and 
for your benefit, Valerie and, and Brian, and of course the listeners at home, mm-hmm. wasting their lives. This was over a stool. Wow. He didn't even want a stool. That's the most incredible part of the whole thing. He explicitly rejected his own stool. Kimberly, did you have siblings? Is this something you're familiar with? You know, I have siblings, but they're so much older than me that I was kind of raised as an only child. Yeah. They really, we didn't really go through those stages together. So it's almost like another set of kids and then me, even though we yeah. all have the same parents, but. It was a full vibe shift. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a, child, a vibe, vibe shift. shift. Yeah, I think I think when you yeah. when you are far apart from your sibling, they are kind of just like when you're kids, they're like these little roommates. You're like, God, oh, this is my child roommate. And then maybe, you know, I think maybe my sister and I got closer as adults and when we were kind of like just like right. little acquaintances as kids. Well, they were like <laughs> junior parents to me, actually. Oh, okay. You know, because they were my sisters were teenagers and my brother was almost a teenager. So did they, they kind of do. Did they teach you to do cool teenager stuff? Yeah, I used to play ping pong with them. I used to. Oh like, yeah, the coolest teenager and... shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not the oh, bad man. stuff. No. <laughs> did they sneak you into the teen center? <laughs> you can check out as many Hardy Boys books as you want. <laughs> you know, I used to go out with them though, like when with their little boyfriends and stuff, and you hmm. know, I just sit around and be in grown folks' conversation, trying to contribute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what's an example? What's an example of a topic that a uh, uh, that a teenage older uh, Clark sibling would talk about that that you might try and get involved in? I don't know. I can't really remember. I'm. But I used just... to tell everybody's business, though. Like people didn't like for me to be around because I, I was a little bit of a snitch. Sure. Oh, goody two shoes. I was, I was an informant. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Diggity boom boom. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so okay, uh, Jesse. I don't want to listen. You're. I don't want to. You know, backseat drive your parenting. I don't have kids. Right. I got to get a son. I'm right. working on it, Jordan. Um, yeah. Have you thought? Have you thought about getting a I'm, son? I'm working on it. I got to okay. get a son. Yeah, I'm working on it. Yeah. Kimberly, for I you, these you should... are beloved catchphrases that are. I think loves. you should get one. Honestly, I got to get a son. Got to get a son. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm working on. It. Yeah. So, again, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to be critiquing your parenting. I'm just a, you know. <laughs> if anyone at home Johnny, no is tired, kids. can I just say, Jordan, yeah. if anyone at home is tired of me prompting Jordan to say that he's got to get a son, <laughs> I just want them to know that they can go fuck themselves because <laughs> I love it every single time. I think if they're tired of it, they just stopped listening a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's like basically what I live for. Yeah, I gotta get some. You yeah. say it like you're going to Ralph's in a couple <laughs> minutes. I mean, some you know, you gotta give them a variety of deliveries. Yeah. Just like how you, you sing, know on tip. You gotta sing on, the song different live than on the record. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and like on home improvement, Tim Allen had a variety of grunts. He would go <laughs> and then sometimes that's yeah. me with I got to get a son. Sometimes I don't trust vaccines. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's a shame that I'm Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> it's about control. What a bummer, huh? <laughs> you definitely want to watch more of those movies, but <laughs> it's going to be a little awkward. It'd be hard to watch a fifth one, knowing what you know about me now. Again, I don't want to... I don't want to critique your parenting too hard. Okay. But would it, would, should you just have gotten three stools? One for each kid. Everybody gets their own stool. What does that, mm. what's, what would be the problem with that? Maybe there isn't, maybe there isn't one. Maybe I'm blowing your mind. I don't know. What, why, why not get just, just get three stools? Everybody gets a stool. Everybody gets to have, everybody gets to have a little sit down. I don't know how your health is, Jordan, but I try and stick to one stool a day. <laughs> That's my rule. I yeah, try, I, I stool on the, I stool on the hour every hour. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Uh, I started eating deviled eggs. <laughs> Hilarious. Wait, so how does your son deal with like your daughter's birthday? You know, it really is he is the only one that has the this isn't fair obsession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's true that there are times when his siblings get certain things because they are dealing with shit and need some encouragement to deal with the shit that they're dealing with. My Eight-year-old son, Oscar, he doesn't know how fucking good he has it. This is one of these classic entitled post-Zoomers who think they can shift the fucking vibe anytime they want. This guy. This guy. Yeah. Where is he in the birth order? He's the middle child. He's He's the fun one. He does voices. He likes to do voices. I don't want to encourage him because he might end up. On a fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah. I thought yeah. you were going to say he might end up rich little. Yeah, he might end up <laughs> in Vegas. <laughs> fucking, if you look, if you're going to be an entertainer, you could do a lot worse than a Vegas residency. Sure. You get to go underneath the casino in the secret tunnels. Oh, yeah. You get to wear a tuxedo. Uh, you probably free get well all the deviled eggs you can eat. <laughs> yeah, free well drinks, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can become a base level alcoholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you guys want to uh, take a little break and grab some well drinks and then <laughs> come back for some calls? We'll be back uh, once we grab our vodka and sodas uh, in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, every single episode of Jordan, Jesse Go is made possible by who? Yes, that's right. The members of Maximum Fun. Thank you to the members of Maximum Fun. Mm-hmm. We're not that far away from the Max Fun Drive. It's a couple months away. I'm looking forward to it. It's a special time for us to connect with you, mm-hmm. the members of MaximumFun.org. We got some fun stuff planned, and we legitimately are planning things in advance i know isn't that cool it seems crazy we're doing we it thought about just having people call in and then claim that we had planned something <laughs> no uh-uh. that's for the show <laughs> yeah that's for our that's for the actual show 
We're also supported this week by the good people over there at Magic Spoon. You know, Jordan? Yum. Yes. My children get a little rainbow of foods on their dinner plate. They're picky eaters. Right. They get a little selection of foods. They get a few of those little carrots Mm -hmm. or maybe some celery sticks. Right. Classics. Maybe they get a few dino buddies. Maybe they get slices of orange or uh, last night they got some cherimoya. It's custard apple. And you know, when I'm looking for a little element of crunch, a little something extra, I'll make a little pile of magic spoon on there. You know why? Mm. It's tasty. Comes in all these delicious flavors they love. A lot of great flavors. It's got that little sweet kick that complements those other items on the plate. And you know what? I don't feel too bad about giving it to them because it's it's high in protein and uh, low in sugar. Yeah. It's a nice combo. It's great. I love Magic Spoon. I love eating a bowl in the morning for breakfast. I love chomping on some for a midnight snack. If I get the old mm. hungries before mm-hmm. before bed and I want something uh, that's not a big sugar bomb, I just get a handful of Magic Spoon. It's tasty. It's flavorful. Gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. You can build a box with a lot of great flavors. There's cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple, waffle. Oh, my gosh. They're all good. I like all of the flavors. You'll have a favorite, but they're all really tasty. It was maple waffle for my kids tonight. Nice. Gave them the MW. What fun. What fun. Go to magicspoon.com slash JJGo to grab a custom bundle of cereal and start your new year off right. And be sure to use our promo code JJGo at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of cereal at magicspoon.com slash JJGo and use the code JJGo to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. We're also supported this week by the good folks at Manscaped. Ah, Manscaped. You you know what's holding you back, Hmm. dear listener? Oh, I thought you were talking to me. (laughs) I was like, wow, we're going to get real, huh? (laughs) All right, let me have it. (laughs) Jordan, you're doing great. You're doing great. You got that nice bungalow. Yeah. That bungalow lifestyle you're Mm -hmm. living. Mm Mm-hmm. You can go to Pie and Burger whenever you want. Yeah, I'm doing great. (laughs) I'm ceasing (laughs) self-reflection. I'm doing great. I, I know it's I know what's holding you back, Jordan. Hmm. Is that you're too scared to go to the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center? All right, hold but on. All right. What's holding the listener back? <laughs> what's holding the listener back, Jordan? Excess pubic hair. Mm. That's what's holding the listener back. Mm. You know why swimmers trim their junk so they can fl- fly through the blast, water gracefully? They can blast through life like a seal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to blast through life like a seal? Why not Manscaped it, baby? Yeah, so Manscaped, uh, they've got these below-the-belt trimmers that uh-huh. <laughs> that we love. Seals love them. Uh, yeah. They're really, really awesome. But what Manscaped now also has, in addition to these uh, below-the-belt trimmers, they've got an ultra-premium collection for your private parts. It's an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe, literally. Uh, Jesse, we got some boxes. that Manscaped was nice enough to send over uh, 
some stuff from this ultra premium collection, deodorant, body spray, body wash, shampoo, and more. It is great stuff. It smells terrific. It comes in very attractive bottles. I don't know if you noticed the bottles, Jesse. They're yeah. very attractive. These things are the Kathy Ireland of bottles. Ooh, yowza, yowza, you'll say <laughs> when you take out the bottle. <laughs> Uh, they're really awesome just knows that's what I say when I see supermodel Kathy Mm -hmm. Ireland Uh, yowza yowza (laughs) it's really really great stuff it smells terrific and the products are cruelty free paraben free vegan friendly and dye free the best ingredients with zero compromise get that ultra premium collection hot off the shelves Get it hot off the shelves. Use it after it's cooled. Yeah, don't. If it's too hot, leave it (laughs) alone. Let it cool down. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code JJGO at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code JJGO at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle. Thanks to Manscaped. Yowza, yowza. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Kimberly Clark, future mayor of Burbank, California. Congratulations, Kimberly. You got my vote. You know what? Drew Carey had it fucking coming to him. Later for you, asshole. <laughs> Unseat Carrie. <laughs> who do you think? Who do you think wins in a? I, we know Kimberly's coming down the pike. Obviously, she's going to dominate the field. Mm-hmm. Right now, Drew Carey or Jay Leno, who's mayor of Burbank? Oh, that's a that's that could be a tight race. Yeah. Yeah. I love seeing him randomly, by the way. That's like the best. It's like playing Pokemon or something. <laughs> Wait, Kimberly. <laughs> right. But Pokemon, but instead of spotting a little monster, it's spotting a car you have to crank. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was a PA on, on the lot where they shot uh, The Tonight Show yeah. while Jay Leno was hosting it. And yeah, he would, uh, he would fucking just putter up there on a little, you know, Coal-powered train that for some reason can come on the street and always wave. It was always. Nice. He would just call and say, "Like, can you get one of the PAs to come pick me up? I ran out of peat moss." <laughs> that would be a tight race, though. I don't. That's hard. Yeah, because to both of them, Burbank fixtures. Mm-hmm. Both of them, you can spot at a at a Bob's Big Boy anytime mm, you're there. Yes, literally yes. anytime. You will see one or the other of them at any Bob's Big Boys. They they have to to the extent they have to franchise that out. They're willing to. They'll Jay will throw a you know he'll he'll throw a denim shirt and some blue jeans onto some dude that looks kind of like him. Drew Carey, mm-hmm. will, you know, he's got a lot of those glasses. Mm-hmm. He just passes <laughs> those out, sends everybody. They fan out across the Bob's Big Boys. Dude, you're so right about Bob's Big Boy because I. Like you were a PA um, where Jay Leno was. I was actually PA on the Drew Carey show. So Ooh, I wow. I had to deliver something to him. And they were like, Drew is at the Bob's. He's just sitting in a booth. And I was like, okay, 
So I went to Bob's big boy. I swear to God, I felt like a spy because he was like so like just indiscreet. You know, you didn't know he was there. And then I just kind of slid on the other side of the booth (laughs) and like gave him whatever it was I had to deliver to him. And we exchanged a few words and then I walked out. And wow. it really, I I needed music to go along with the moment because <laughs> it was just one of those, just felt like a spy. Yeah, a real cloak and dagger. That'd be funny if what you were delivering to him was hash brown. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like the ones from, he likes from everything Patty's. else. Yeah, down the street yeah. at Patty's. <laughs> go to Patty's. On t- <laughs> Patty's. Oh yeah. God. There's that's the big Burbank question. Patties or Bob's? Yo. <laughs> should we now should we just start listing the model train places? Is that <laughs> our next move? Right. The comic book stores with no new comic books. And if you go in asking for a new comic book, they'll be a dick to you. Oh man. You know what? Those stores are underrated. You know, my favorite one is comics I found. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I I love I do love those places and I love that there's a place in the world where those types of places from from comics I found to model train store to record store with a know. lot of exotica albums. Yes, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great that there's a place in the world where those can still be open. People are fucking rules. still selling lounge music records. Yeah, Esquivel albums. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't decided who's going to win this race i'm they both have their merits drew carey does a is a great does a great job doing drew carey stuff hosting the price is right he does a great job seems like a bright decent fella uh i think um uh you know uh, whose line aisha tyler likes him she said nice things to Mm -hmm. me about him one time Mm -hmm. heather ann campbell i think likes drew carey she works on that whose line sometimes um now jay leno I'll say he came on Bullseye. He was uh, he was a very pleasant man. Um, and I watched some Tonight Show from when he was hosting the Tonight Show, which I never really watched as because I was watching Letterman when I was a teen or whatever. And uh, you know everything they say about how how what a great job he did with the monologues was true. The jokes were what they were, and he sold the shit out of them. Just really mm-hmm. sold the shit out of them before kind of tuning out for the rest of the show. But. Uh, he really did sell. He really did a great job, and I watched a fair amount of his car show, and I really enjoyed it. It's mostly him wandering around in fields with cars. There's cars in the fields. <laughs> so who do you think wins? I think, uh, and yeah, and, I, and so my personal positive experience with with one of these men was Leno waving at me yeah. when I was a PA. Mm-hmm. Always waved at all the PAs. Uh, I don't. I like to think he just waved at me. Okay. I never ran it by anybody else, but I like to think that he saw something special in me mm. and that I have I have gone on to fail him. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone on to design. Yeah. I thought you were going to be great. Why'd you do a podcast? Uh, <laughs> no one needs that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you really took the plug out of the basin of my life. Hilarious. Get over here and crank my Edsel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm partial to Drew. I mean, he's... Me too. I've gotten a lot of gifts and things <laughs> from him, so I can't really... But I will say this about Jay, because... I started working with him a lot at Flappers. Like that's his new 
spot since Comedy Magic hasn't been open since the pandemic. So he's been doing shows at Flappers. That's like where he works out now. That's in that's in Burbank, California. If I'm that not is in Burbank, so I'm over there by the IKEA. Precisely. I will say I have heard so many nice things about Drew Carey. I think he has probably like given a hundred dollar tip to every single waiter in Burbank. Yeah, and I think every I think that that is going to sway the vote. I think that I mean I have not gotten my personal hundred dollar tip from Drew Carey. It will happen <laughs> at some point. Right. Uh, and I think that everyone has gotten it, and I think that that that's going to put him over the top. A very Just generous personal... man, yes, who does I not celebrate that. Christmas or birthdays, but he is. Wow, Wait, every is day he is Christmas with him. No, no, he's not Jehovah's Witness. No, I okay. don't think so. <laughs> I would. I think that would be fun though if he was a Jackson, <laughs> like an adopted cool. Jackson. They're like, well, you're going into the entertainment industry too, but you can't be in the band. You cannot be in the band, Drew. He's kind of Midwest. He's what Ohio? Yeah, they're Indiana, yeah. not too far mm-hmm. away. Yeah, I think it's, it's possible. I think it's possible. Maybe mm-hmm. he's not. I don't know how old he is. He might not be an appropriate age to be a, a Jackson sibling, but maybe he's. Uh, well, he is. Maybe he's siblings with Your Majesty. Maybe he's one of Jermaine's kids. It's a possibility, Joy. So we're all we're all voting for we're all, we're all voting for Carrie. Oh, hold for, on, for I need mayor. to know. And then Kimberly can unseat. Him I yeah. Right. I, have a, I have one question about Drew Carey that maybe one, either either of you guys know either Kimberly because uh, of course you live there in Burbank. You're you're a, the mayor in waiting, mm-hmm. um, and pre mayor. And of course you worked on the you worked on the Drew Carey show, Jordan, because. Um, You've been to every diner in Burbank after going swimming since you're too chicken shit to swim at the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center. All right. Let's not start this again. <laughs> uh, if, you have the, if you have the fucking Wait. guts start to, again. To, to swim at the Rose Bowl with the big boys, this wouldn't be an issue. The boys Wait, are just the, why are the same you boys, same size there? boys. Because he's I, he doesn't have the, he doesn't have the guts. Here's what's happening. I started swimming at the Verdugo Aquatic <laughs> Facility in Burbank. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm familiar. <laughs> right. And then I moved to Pasadena where there is also a pool. Yeah. But I have it's over there at the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center where the big boys flip. It's the same boy, the same sized boys. The boys are the same size at both pools. Are they doing like cannonballs off of the diving board? Like, why are you intimidated? I'm. Not, I just like. I have. I have a little cr- club that I belong to, and I have friends. I would miss my friends. Jordan's I would scared, miss my friends. Jordan's scared that if he swims at the Rose Bowl, he won't tell you this. He's scared that if he swims at the Rose Bowl, one of these big boys is going to flick scared. his balls. I'm not oh, scared. No. <laughs> this guy is <laughs> fearing. This guy is fearing like you wouldn't All believe. All the boys are the same size. That might sting oh. a little with when you're wet. Yeah. How's yeah. <laughs> Jordan? How's your boots? You shaking them enough? No, I'm. It's not. It's a just a preference. What are they shaking like a fucking martini? More of a drive by you shaking in them because you're so fucking scared of the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center. Okay, here's my question about Drew Carey. Yeah, what's this guy whipping? What's 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 Drew Carey pushing? Car wise, yeah. I remember he had a Mini Cooper, like a special one. It was like a British edition. Yeah, that's cool. But that was like back. During his show, I'm sure he has a little bit of everything. 
Yeah, he's probably got a little bit of everything. A couple of vans, a motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Ambulance. <laughs> yeah. That guy's whipping an ambo. That's what I say. Ambulance for Drew Carey. <laughs> <laughs> like a cool one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a cool ambulance. Yeah. Like with a Letters lounge Letters are painted vibe. on front ways. Yeah. <laughs> Flip the script on those Whoa. guys. Oh, Look at old man. front ways ambulance. When something momentous happens to you, like you catch Drew Carey on the streets of Burbank, pushing his cool ass Esquivel ambulance, his windows rolled down, he's playing a trip to the moon. Um Give us a call, 206-984-4FUN, or just uh, record a voice, me- voice memo, voice, voice memo, voice a memo to your telephone, uh, and then email it to us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Uh, an example of a person who's done this very thing, call 206-984-4FUN, or send us a voice memo, is this person. Hello, Jordan, Jeffy, and guest. I'm calling with a momentous occasion, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, I had my first threesome this weekend, and it was amazing, and I would love to do it again, but the other two people have decided that they hate each other and are currently not speaking to each other. Wow. Welcome to my life. Uh, Love you guys. Love the show. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Welcome to my life. Oh, my goodness. Now she'll never get a son. It's the only way to get a son is to have a threesome. Do you have to like each other to have a threesome? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it helps, point, I guess, really. but I, I feel like hate to. hate is a good uh motivator to do that. Yeah. But only love can conquer hate. <laughs> True mm. that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Beautiful. That's what Dr. Martin Luther King said about threesomes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've seen the quotes on Instagram. <laughs> Yo. I know. Do you think it was something that happened at the threesome or just like... Or after. Afterwards, like they split a check or something and... They were like went out to dinner afterwards and then when right. they when they were paying the check, someone just put in the amount of money that, like, uh, that their actual food cost. Right. And didn't put in tip or tax. Yeah. Or split it evenly. They were like, well, I didn't get a drink. Yeah. Y'all are getting real deep with it. I think the other two people are married. Oh. <laughs> and marriage breeds contempt. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hear. I'm not married. <laughs> it's just an argument about where to spend Thanksgiving. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the threesome. Whose parents' house to go to. Mm. I, Kimberly, I disagree. I'm the only married person here. Okay. Um, and I love my wife very, very, very much. And if we had a threesome, I would hate the third person, not my wife. Okay. Because mm. collectively, I love my wife. the two of you would hate them. Well, no, the Teresa doesn't have to hate them. Okay. It's only two of the people hate each other. They would hate right. me. This person would hate me. But that's obvious. All they have to do is listen to my fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> feel like their life force is draining out. I'm not married, right? But if I was married and had a threesome, right? I think we'd all band together and hate injustice. Thanks, Jordan. But there's going to be a vibe that. shift, so slow down <laughs> on the doing virtue my last, I'm Just doing my last virtue signaling. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting all the virtue signaling out of my system before it goes out of style. Hmm. <laughs> Um, we, 
<laughs> we also, Kimberly, just so you know, we have a lot of creativity, a lot of creative juices and thinking. Fuck, why'd I spend $500 on these Yeezys? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that. I don't. I didn't have the money. I don't. You had to, I'm in the hole. You charged, I'm in the hole on these Yeezys. You charged your Yeezys? I charge. That's like the first rule of personal finance is never charge Yeezys. Yeah. That's like if Seinfeld was still going, they'd be like, you charge the Yeezys? You never charge the Yeezys. (laughs) I hope you didn't wear them. Are they like in a glass case? I wore them in the rain. You have the Yeezys on ice, right, Jordan? No, I wore them. I splashed in a puddle. (laughs) Nice, the Yeezys. You use the Yeezys for splashers? For splashing, oh boy. Oh my God. Jordan, don't tell me. Tell me these puddles were crystal clear. No, they were muddy puddles. So you. Crackers. So you. Let me get this straight. Let me get the order of events straight. Oh, yeah. You heard about a hype release. Mm hmm. You lined up mm-hmm. down there on Fairfax. Yeah, I brought my camping chair and everything. <laughs> you went ahead and charged the Yeezys. <laughs> and then you didn't ice the Yeezys. <laughs> you could have got rich on StockX, but you didn't ice the Yeezys. You donned the Yeezys. <laughs> and then you went a splashing. And the puddles were muddy ones? Yeah. <laughs> Are you a nasty little dirt foot? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Jeez, well, we I'll never get a son. <laughs> so, Kimberly, on our show, we think of a lot of our <laughs> a lot of our own ideas for segments and then have people call in for those segments. Um, this is all stuff that we thought of and copyrighted from hard work. It's not just stuff that people wanted to call in about, so they na- they claimed that it was a segment on the show. That's not what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not just us playing miscellaneous shit that people called in, but at the beginning that's they claimed it, it was a happen. segment on the show. That's what's gonna what happen. happens is we, we think of specific call-outs because we're not lazy. We're very hardworking. The oppos- the opposite we're full of creativity. So here's one of those calls that we thought of. Hi, Jordan, Jesse. Sunny D, and I'm going to say Nick Repeat Adams. On your much-beloved segment of um, Are My Boots Cursed? (laughs) I'd like to share a brief story. Um, I bought some boots at the beginning of the pandemic. Didn't I I would have a fun time tromping through the creek across the street and the wood trails. They're waterproof. Thought everything would be lovely. Stepped into the creek to try out the waterproofness. Broke my ankle immediately. Mm. Wow. Didn't wear the boots for two years while my ankle was healing and I was trying to get over everything. Then I had to fight a skunk in my backyard. So, Can you pause this, Brian, for a second? Now, Jordan, Jordan, you're not a homeowner. Kimberly, I, I don't know if you own a home there in Burbank, California, if you're renting. I'm renting. Um, one of the big things about uh, owning a home, which I do, I do here in Montecito Heights in Los Angeles, roughly. Um, here in Montecito Heights, a, a big part of the homeowning experience is, of course, you have to worry about contractors or hiring an electrician mm-hmm. when something goes wrong. You can't just call the landlord. 
Um, but one of the big things about it is you got to fight these beasts. Mm. Home, home beasts. Yeah, these fuck, this fucking wildlife is coming at you fast. Mm. You got to put up your dukes. Especially if you're in mountains. Oh, yeah. If you're talking about mountain beasts, holy cow, goats, for one thing. <laughs> sure. That's <laughs> probably the top mountain animal, wouldn't you say? <laughs> I mean, bighorn sheep to a lesser right. extent. Rock monster. Rock monster, sure. And maybe an osprey. Did you say yeah. rock lobster? No, that lives in, Atl- in the suburbs of Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> rock monster. <laughs> Fighting a skunk. <laughs> I know that's the Munchers theme song. Yeah, it's okay. You, uh, where'd you hear, wait, where'd there you more... hear that? At Poobah Records there in Burbank, California? <laughs> right. It's yeah, a great place to hear to casually hear the Munsters theme song. Okay, go ahead and press play, Brian. So, slapped on my trusty waterproof boots to go and lay down some repellent around my yard. And guess what? I slipped and sprained the same ankles that I broke at the very beginning of the pandemic. So tell me, Jordan, Jesse, are my boots cursed? Love you guys. Mm. Take care. Love you too. Love you very much. Hmm. It's an interesting question. I was going to say, I mean, I would think, say that, like, did you leave them on for the threesome where everyone got mad at you? Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. indication. That would be. Of if the boots. Because, you know, know you, usually if the, you know, everything goes great in the threesome, you'd think that it would bond the three of you for life. But if it, you know, if the group, if no one's talking to each other, it probably, it might be the boots. I think there's probably a fair number of people wearing boots in threesomes generally. I think uh-huh. they would be like a, you know, like a like a big heel boot, you know, that's like a, you know, like a black patent leather or something like that. You know what I'm talking mm. about? That kind of thing. I think there's a probably a fair amount of that. So you're you're talking more like people that are wearing the S and M gear. Yeah. Well, if you're get, if you if you're going and doing threesomes, it might as well. Go whole hog, as they say. I mean, because when when she says boots, the image I'm getting are like I don't know Timberlands or something. Okay, like that. so this is what I'm this is where I'm <laughs> driving to. First of all, I can also see people wearing Timberlands in a in a threesome situation. I can definitely see that going down because it's because they're very butch. They better stay in one position though, in some Timberlands. That's true. <laughs> you don't want those. That's a good way to signal to your threesome partners. I'm only going to be in the one position. That's right. You play that position for this whole game because you can do. <laughs> you two can do whatever you want to. Yeah, somebody's going to get hurt. Here's my question though: If you were going to have a threesome and you were going to wear boots, I mean, it makes a lot of sense to wear the wellies. You know, she's got her waterproof, you know, she's got her hunter boots on or something like that. You right. know what I mean? She's got her, you know, over the calf, all creatures great and small boots on, you know, country veterinarian style. That makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense for that, for a sexual situation, you know, because there might be slick surfaces. Right. Well, uh, her fault for going outside, though, in wellies, trying to put down repellent yeah. because they don't have the best traction. Mm-hmm. Those aren't traction boots. A lot of people talk. Well, they put her in traction. <laughs> okay. 
Thank you. Right. <laughs> a lot of people talk about the popular fashion blog Man Repeller, but let's talk about the popular boot blog Skunk Repeller. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Too hey, much. Whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> is the segment over? <laughs> Maybe you know it what? is. <laughs> you know that you know that kind of stuff that they do at like a we boys and a girls club. You know where they give people mm. like a reason to live and they inspire them to go to college and stuff like that that they do at uh -huh. the boys and girls club in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. uh, we're the opposite of that. Whatever is the opposite <laughs> of we're like a reverse boys and girls club. We take adults and remove their ambition to do things for themselves <laughs> in the community. Oh, my God. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're just putting on their Wellingtons and heading to the dungeon. <laughs> All right. 206-984-4FUN. JJ, go at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go. La, 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 la. Hi, I'm Janet Varney. And just like you, I survived high school. And we're not alone. On my podcast, The JV Club, I invite some of my friends to share the highs and lows of their teen years. Like moments with Aisha Tyler. But when you're a kid, the stakes are just pretty low. Go to school, try not to get in trouble, get laid. Jamila Jamil. I watched television probably every waking hour during that time when I was shit-faced on medicine. And Dave Holmes. We talked and talked and then everybody left. It was just us two and I was like, I love you. Learn how you too can be a functioning adult after the drama and heartbreak of high school. Every week on the JV Club with Janet Varney. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a judgment-free show. We have wasted this world. Our magic put a storm in the sky that has rendered the surface of our planet uninhabitable. But beneath the surface, well, that's another story entirely. In a city built leagues below the apocalypse, survivors of the storm forge paths through a strange new world. Some seek salvation for their homeland above. Others seek to chart the vast undersea expanse outside the city's walls. And others still seek, what else? Fortune and glory. Dive into the Ether Sea, the latest campaign from the Adventure Zone, every other Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Kimberly Clark, future mayor of Burbank. Probably the new vibe is is just pickleball. It's like moms <laughs> playing pickleball. Right. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's like a smaller tennis. That's a nice one. It's like if tennis was smaller. Mm-hmm. Tennis without the stress. Yeah, I'm fucking so tired of this fucking rat race. Tennis, specifically. <laughs> Hell yeah. How about this for a vibe? Let's split a pizza and a salad. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Can we get arugula salad? Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. I feel like it goes great with pizza. With a little shaved Parmesan, please. Yes. See? This is a great vibe. Everyone can. Every, everyone got excited when I said we should split a pizza and a salad. Quick question. Yeah. I know that it's not keto, but since we're doing a new vibe, pitcher of root beer for the table. All right. Why not? Can we turn it into a root beer float? 
Yeah, Fuck sure. It. You got <laughs> Absolutely. it. Absolutely. We found it. Uh, if, okay, Zoomers, I know you're all <laughs> listening. You love this podcast. Yeah, you have a lot of life to waste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take this is the new vibe. Yeah. Split a pizza and a salad, pitcher a root beer, scoop ice cream for everybody. It resonates. Guys, I'm getting a telephone call. Uh, Hello. Jesse speaking. You don't have to mime it. <laughs> you don't have to. I'm not miming. I'm answering my real telephone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hi. You don't have to. Uh, hi. Jesse speaking. Oh, Zoomers. Nice to hear from you. What's that? Splitting a pizza and a salad and getting a pitcher of root beer for the table that later at the after dinner you can turn into root beer floats. It's not chuggy? Well, I'm happy to hear that. Sounds like it's a whole vibe. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> they let me know that it's not chuggy and it's a whole vibe. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Well, we did it. <laughs> Validation. Fucking so tired of these tight clothes. These fucking chuggy, tight clothes, latte drinking, no pizza and salad splitting, fucking chuggy ass. Ugh, the clothes it. are baggy now. Yeah, clothes are baggy now, Jordan. Mm. We got to make gotta leave room for pizza (laughs) goes with the vibe we're eating all this pizza (laughs) that's the thing a pizza you can't eat a pizza by yourself yeah it's a little i mean you you can it's a little gross after you get done but if you're splitting a pizza in a salad that's great split that way you don't have to get a personal pizza which has too much crust compared to the inside yeah you're sure you're absolutely right. That's None real talk wrong. right there. None of this is wrong. I'm a fucking straight shooter. I'm known for it. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be dissembling about it. Something as important as splitting a pizza and a salad. An arugula salad, because it's got a you could just put a put a red wine vinegar vinaigrette on it. Yeah. Dress it simply. It's just arugula, uh sliced tomatoes, parmesan. Olive oil, squeeze a lemon. Yeah. It's as simple it's as simple as that. And the peppery flavor of the arugula is gonna complement uh, the pizza there. I know. I know. Arugula is a triggering word for me right now because I planted arugula a year and a half ago, but I didn't plan it for it to come up again, but it did. My <laughs> my sister told me arugula was very prolific. You're dealing with zombie arugula? <laughs> let me tell you something. This thing is blooming. Holy I have God. arugula flowers. I'll send you a picture. This thing is it's out of control. Oh, if you need arugula, let me know. I have done arugula all kinds of ways. I've juiced it. I've made arugula pesto, which is wow. delicious, by the way. That sounds good. So, Kimberly, what do you do? You put it, you put it in the blender there. Mm-hmm. To juice it? Yeah, with some powder, maybe some soy milk. No, that's not the vibe. We've no, already no, decided no, no. that's not the vibe. Yeah, no, that's you blend not it, it right there. You blend it up. You no. pick up. You pick no. it up. <laughs> We've already decided that's no not the vibe. Slushy. There's no slushy. It's a syringe in, in your rear end. No, that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> Start pumping not iron. The vibe. Right there, it pokes your tushy with the juice. Oh, the vibe. my God. It's not the vibe. Not the that vibe. Ain't it. Sorry, splitting a pizza. Can we get, what are we getting, a deluxe? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, we can talk it over. We don't need to decide on the pizza now. And Margarita. you know, you can do different things on the halves. You could do mm-hmm. half deluxe, oh, yeah, sure. half cheese. Yeah. You don't want any That's toppings right. at all, Kimberly? I, you know, I like my pizzas plain. Sometimes I get a little adventurous. I like a good garlic pizza. That sounds mm-hmm. nice. Delish. I could enjoy Let's that. Let's do a garlic then. 
Let's do carbs. Seems like we're all happy with that. I would like sausage. Can we get you're out of the <laughs> you're out of the vibe? Jesse. Oh <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Oh, you gotta sit this out. vibe out. You fell out the vibe, man. You gotta wait till the oh my god, wait till hurts. sausage comes I around. I bumped my butt on the way out of yeah. the vibe. Wait for you the gotta wait till vibe. sausage and rap rock oh. are back or whatever, <laughs> whatever four years is gonna be. Oh, no, I fell out of the vibe. Now I'm at a corn concert. Sorry. <laughs> My we butt like hurts with that corn. juicing and bumping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Kimberly Clark, uh, watch her on They Ready on uh, on Netflix. It's gonna be a lot of fun. You're gonna enjoy her stand-up comedy. Kim, Kim is a very, very funny comic. Um, and you can catch her down there at Flappers. You yeah, know? I'm at Flappers a lot. You know who you're going to see at Flappers with Kimberly Clark? You're going to catch Maria Bamford there. That's a classic mm-hmm. Maria Bamford haunt. Yes. Want to see Jimmy Pardo? You want to see Lori Kilmartin? They're kicking Lori Kill Flappers. Martin. Lori Kilmartin. You know what she's doing? Killing. True to her name. Brian Kiley. It's going to be great. These are all, these are all Flappers favorites. Fucking Flappers. And then you go get some of those meatballs at the Ikea. <laughs> There's a, call, it's a little something called- I think that Ikea closed. Called I think a date the night. Ikea closed. What? Yeah. Where are you supposed to do they do they still do they have the meatballs at Flappers now? There's a, there's a pile of meatballs <laughs> behind the husk of the IKEA. Oh my god. This is how rumors get started. It's true you can dive in from the roof. <laughs> Jay Leno built it. And you know what? He only did it with his stand-up money. That's what's amazing. That's it. He never touches the tonight. That's show. it. Never touches it. So many meatballs. Uh, Kimberly Clark, been a joy to have you as always. Thank you for having me. Uh, our producer, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez, Valerie Moffat on the stream. We're, we're over there on YouTube now, Jordan. You know, it used to be YouTube. Now it's me and Jordan tube. We, it's we tube. Yeah, <laughs> it's a we tube. <laughs> we'll be live streaming our peepees. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's piss tube. Yeah, oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, um that's piss tube and there's a paywall <laughs> sorry wetube.co.uk is where you want to go you go. Oh, man. uh yeah so watch well you can watch us over there we're mostly recording sunday evenings pacific time so you can watch mm-hmm. us on live on youtube brian made some graphics it's fun oh that's great yeah tune in see the graphics yeah uh 206-9844-FUN or jjgo at maximumfun.org are our phone number and email address uh, you can hear our theme music, which is Love You by The Free Design. Thanks to The Free Design uh, and Light in the Attic Records for letting us use that song. It's a great song. Uh, you should go listen to The Free Design. They're a great band. Um, and uh, we're on Twitter, at Jordan underscore Morris and at Jesse Thorne. And uh, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.